Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to the Next Team Podcast episode 16. As usual, I'm your host BK and joining me today are Vikas, Arjun, Tarun, Pramod and we have a guest, uh, Gokul. <laughs> so before we get into the episode proper, I just want to say subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Spotify and Instagram. All the relevant links are in our Instagram bio at the Next Team SG. So, let me get the episode rolling. First of all, Gokul, come, uh, tell me a bit about yourself. Hi guys. Uh, <laughs> Hello. My name is Gokul. Wow, I, I know that. <laughs> uh, Chelsea fan since 2018. Let let the guest introduce himself. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm um, a Chelsea fan since very long ago. So when is very long ago? <laughs> I think <laughs> the specifics. <laughs> since, since 2017. Since the Torres moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I just want to say thank you for having me here. I'm a big fan of this podcast. So yes, hopefully we'll watch every episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Gokul. It's a great honor for you to be on board. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, okay, I'm gonna get the ball rolling. We're gonna start a uh, big week in the Champions League today. Both the Sorry, big week in the Champions League this week. Uh, both the finalists were decided. Uh, firstly, City PSG, City two PSG nil. City go through on aggregate four one. Who wants to talk about it? <sighs> Nobody. <Okay>. Nobody. <laughs> Everyone, there's a collective no, sigh like, because there's. It's like why though? Like City is like uh, they're just no running with everything. Uh. Yeah, like <laughs> they're just too good uh, at this point. Yeah. Maybe 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 I you can just give praise to Phil Foden and then move on about move on with that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't uh, want I to mean, praise it. <laughs> I mean that that reaction says everything right because really let's face it nobody wants City to succeed in the Champions League other than City fans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I personally I'll be wearing a Chelsea jersey on the on the night of the Champions League. Yeah, right? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I think all of us are. Uh, except me. Yeah, it's yeah. But I mean, nobody wants. Why? So except who? Arjun, except except who? Arjun. Arjun. I, I do yeah. not want to see Chelsea win another one. So you rather City oh. win the league? Uh, I rather City. So City yeah. win the Champions League. I mean, it makes sense. What London rivals? For fair enough. Manchester rivals. Fair enough. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, fair. But I don't uh, like either club. Uh, yeah, that's another thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the lesser of two evils. Yeah. It's the. Yeah. Mm. It's but the Trump I'm, and Hillary. It's the football version of okay, Trump yeah. and Hillary. But other than Phil Foden, must carry Pep. Uh, finally, he got. He got it right. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, mm. This is. He's on the cusp of achieving what City brought him in to do. So, yeah, I would be say a turning pointer. I would say after Ferguson, I I feel he's the best manager the world mm. has ever. I can go as far as to say he's yeah. the best manager That's the world has ever seen. Fair after enough. Ferguson, but even Ferguson, to be to be fair, he's only managed one club like properly. Yeah, I mean I know he had yeah. like he had a Scottish record. I I know this like uh, I know Mourinho. Okay, I think recent. I, I feel like he hasn't uh evolved with the times. Like we were talking about it, right? Yeah. How he hasn't really innovated his style of play. He, I feel like managers nowadays need to adapt to the changing conditions, and I feel he's getting found out. He doesn't have. Okay, I I don't know what's the reason he's not able to achieve the results he wants. Maybe it's because of the players. Uh, he hasn't had the players he wants to have, or maybe it's some other. Maybe he's not able to manage. The current crop of players, well, maybe he's not able to keep the dressing room gelled and together. Maybe it's not working how it maybe did in the early two thousands. Yeah. But um, for some, it's just not working out, lah. And I feel he has to change something about his either style of play or his man management or something. But uh, I feel Pep, on the other hand, since his time at Barcelona when he first took over, 
he has just gone from strength to strength from winning in Germany and then winning in uh, England and he's conquered everywhere he's gone so far so yeah. mm-hmm. and I think it's fair to say he right now I mean right now there's no debate he's the best manager there is uh, and yeah. City should be blessed to have him and uh, in terms of history I think he is up there he's definitely up there I would say I think he can he can be put in the same bracket as like the Ferguson's and uh, I think I think yeah, he can be he he I would say he deserves that uh, title around that in that same bracket Mm. Fair mm-hmm. Fair yeah. but, Although, but then again they're City yeah, no, I, I, I can yeah, all this but then again they're City so I don't want them to yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> having said all this I, I, I would love and, and the only criticism of Pep is he's unable uh, we haven't seen him like recycle enough times you see Ferguson recycled the team from like Andy Cole Dwight York to Rooney Ronaldo like he can't, can't, he can't uh, yeah. maintain that cycle of players but, for, uh, but Pep has done it like yeah. once only from well, like Aguero to currently like, multiple so. times yeah. Yeah, so we need yeah, to see more longevity. La. Yeah, longevity needs to be a better reliable mm. measure. Yeah. No, yeah. But to be fair, he's, he's like, what, 80% through recycling his back four? Mm. So yeah. No, like, as in Ferguson was like, he did it through like, like two decades, right? So it's quick, not yeah. enough to quickly jump on the bandwagon that, that you know, Pep is on. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah okay. definitely. La, but it's a different challenge, different sort of challenges because he's been there at different clubs and different sort of mm. challenges. Yeah, but definitely, so yeah, I think, yeah, fair point yeah, yeah, that he's... PSG performed pretty badly, right? That yeah, uh, it was very disappointing. Yeah. Like my my I mean, prediction came through. Mbappe didn't play, and I predicted that they would get blown <laughs> away from Mbappe. So. Fair enough. I mean, they only flow through Mbappe and Neymar, and Neymar had a bad game. Yeah. So. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> okay, so long story short, uh, City are one of the finalists, uh, and now we are moving on to the other semi-final: Chelsea two Real Madrid nil. That this is also another shock result. I didn't expect Chelsea to win. Uh, so Gokul tell us how you felt That's you watched cool. the match right yes I watched the match with yeah, exactly yeah. what I mean <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun, wonderful result uh. so I think we played very well like we deserve to score much more than the scoreline suggested uh. maybe a 3-4 four, four more goals uh, to be honest huh? Real Madrid didn't play that well uh. yeah yeah they, they played well, that well uh, honestly I watched the match uh. yeah. that was the first Champions League game I watched in a while <laughs> and they deserve whatever you're saying is actually true. La. He could have scored at least five goals. La. Yeah, easily. Easily, yeah. Who, wait, who, who, who? Chelsea, Chelsea. Chelsea, Chelsea. Chelsea, okay. Chelsea. They, Real Madrid were horrible. They didn't yeah. turn up at all, right? Yep. I think Real Madrid team is just aging and there were a lot of injuries. La, so you can't really expect mm. much from them also. So yeah. yeah, but Chelsea's team was, the pressing was very good. And yeah, we just played high intensity football. La. Yeah, I, I saw uh-huh. some stat uh, on Instagram like, Chelsea covered like 100 kilometers in the first... Uh, this is for the first leg, I think. Did Chelsea com- uh, covered like 100 kilometers as a team or something. Compared to like mm-hmm. Madrid, I think it was 70 or 60 or something. Like yeah, that and, and then the same the same stat said that uh, Madrid was... Like, Hazard was the most distant... The most distant covered by any Madrid player. Which what, is like contrary to any stereotype of the, what we perceive. Hazard. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah. says a lot. Wait, I the mean, second I mean, the... I don't know which leg. The first leg I saw was first leg. First leg he didn't start. Oh, probably second leg. Yeah, yeah. Second leg was Hazard. But I don't know lah. Why would you start him against Chelsea? Like, I don't know. Doesn't why would he not? You paid 100 million for him though. He has played like three games or something. I don't know. Like, single digit games. Like, proper in this season or something like that. And he's one of the biggest games for Madrid. Uh, Maybe not lah. Because they won it like three times in a row. But I don't know if he was the best. Maybe they should put put, like Vinicius. So, there's this... um, So... So obviously Chelsea won and then 
at the end uh, Hazard was seen laughing with his former Chelsea teammates <laughs> yeah. and the Spanish media you know the Spanish media love to make a mountain out of a molehill but uh, this time they they really like they really really put him on blast for laughing after losing a semi final but you know fair enough uh, i think i, I mean <laughs> yeah 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 fair, fair, fair enough but uh, <laughs> the point i'm trying to make is uh, a lot of people tried to go to ha- uh, hazard's defense by saying oh bale was also very bad and stuff so uh, mm. i i hear something i learned this week uh, hazard has put the ball in the net four times for real madrid uh, bale has put the ball in the net four times for real madrid in european cup finals Yeah, so oh. that, that settles the debate. Hazard, Hazard is way no yeah. Dude, Hazard is yeah, officially, Hazard is... I think, one of the worst signings, like transfers ever in history. I used to think Sanchez to United was the worst. Now Hazard has triumphed. I, I really. <laughs> well, Sanchez to United is still very, very bad. Part. We didn't pay that much, right? Yeah, I think the the thing that oh, yeah, makes maybe, Hazard yeah, worse than Sanchez yeah. is yeah. the is the price tag, hundred million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he has had like, like almost life like career threatening surgeries and stuff. So they said he will never go back to his life. Chelsea potential. I think Gokul will know lah. Those 2015-14 seasons, he, all that. But, but he came back after the injury. Yeah, but he played very well yeah. in like 2019, right? The, as, as in, the, he has so many injuries that I, I feel like it's too many, too much. He doesn't get consistent playing time. That. What do you mean? He was the player of the year for Chelsea when they won. No, the no, no. In 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 Madrid, in Madrid, he doesn't oh. play consistently enough to return to his potential at Chelsea. Like he's the complete mm. like. Parallel like doppelganger of like Inaki Williams, ah, who plays like what 179 consecutive league games. They should maybe do like some DNA extraction from that guy and put it into Hazard. So it doesn't get, doesn't get injured. <laughs> <What? laughs> that is not <laughs> Le- legit, ah. Like this guy is a complete uh, okay no, side track. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> <fair>. <laughs> finishes finishes one year of medical school starts to do cloning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, it. Uh, are you guys? Uh, anyone else has uh, anything else to say about uh, Chelsea and Madrid? I, I thought Kante played particularly well. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah, Kante. Kante what? Yeah. Uh, Kante. Kante man, of the match. Man of the match. Was it, yeah? Wasn't it yeah, man of the match for both the legs? Yeah. That is just oh, a monster. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 like Gokul said, uh, their their pressing was something I never seen from a Chelsea team, and because they have the pace to do it, they can. Mm. I'm okay. They are the way Tuchel is utilizing his players is very good because he understands like players like Werner, Kai Havertz. Uh, yeah. Even Kante, they are, they have pretty good uh, pace and they have enough legs to last the ninety minutes as well. So I think it's working out very well for them. And I think Madrid were very slow and the okay the way they were playing. I think they were dominating possession. They had Ramos, like, you know, but they still couldn't like Ramos yeah, was no, supposed but, to be the correct. Line, like, but yeah. like I I feel like they were very slow and flat. Like Modric and Cruz were controlling the whole game, honestly. Yeah, in yeah. terms of they, the midfield battle, but then. They weren't able to produce anything of substance, and I think the lack of uh, proper—I don't know whether it's a creative spark or maybe just—I feel it's just a three lack la. of pace. Yeah. I think just a lack of pace, like lack of that energy. I I think which Chelsea uh, had in abundance. Probably that's the b- main difference between the two teams. Because I, I mean, going in, I was hoping that Madrid can pull off something. Because even at the start of the tournament, I think Madrid had a pretty average group stage. They barely qualified, right? Yeah, I think they lost to like Shakhtar Donetsk. Remember those times? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Long point. laughs> that, that's yeah. the thing. So like, it, it was a surprise to even see them progress this, this far. But knowing Madrid's history with uh, European Cups, it, it, I mean, it, it was pretty. Uh, like, I guess it's a fair assumption to make that they probably will turn up this match. But uh, Chelsea were just too good, I guess. Yeah, Gokul, what do you think about Mason Mount? 
<laughs> Definitely. Oh, he's a f- wonderful player. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of talk that how he was yes. like Lampard's parent and stuff right. But then now even under Tuchel he's been used quite he's regularly. Been yeah. yeah. He's, he's played the most number of games in Ch- for Chelsea the Chelsea squad this season. Mm. I think like 50 over mm. games. Where where do you think his much. ceiling is? Do you see him going to like Ballon d'Or that level? Oh. Oh, that's hard to say now. As in, as, as in, as in if you say what his ceiling is, I would say Ballon d'Or. So, that's my, I'm trying to like, see what a Chelsea fan would I'll, I'll say he's up there with Phil Foden. Do you think mm. Phil Foden can reach that level of goals and assists in a season to be up there for a Ballon d'Or? Yes. Yeah, he has, he's 20 he's and he has won, he's going to win three Premier League titles and potential no, championship. In terms of title, yes. No, but the Ballon d'Or is an individual award. What? Wow. What oh, was okay. that? Okay, never mind. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, what's going on? I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, for like, I mean, do you think that they have, they can actually maintain the records of, they mean the goal scoring and assist records of maybe like someone like Mbappe or uh, even Erling Haaland to be put in the same bracket? Like I know Foden is a very uh, promising young talent. But Foden and Haaland and Mbappe are forwards, what? Yeah, different players. Yeah. They're not yeah, more like an Iniesta. You can't more, compare him to like, like, I guess, but I don't know. I mean, how else do you... Okay, for a midfielder, like if, especially if you're attacking midfielder, I, I, I guess you at least need to have the numbers. Like, I mean, how else do you measure numbers? Like, assists? It's like Modric, you know, when he won the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, Modric, okay. uh, he's not about I numbers. Guess, okay. yeah. Fair enough. Okay. You have to win titles, I guess. Yeah. No, but so I think Modric is the... Yeah, but to be fair, I think we can all agree that Modric was a bit of a weird... Yeah, yeah it was an he was an exception other than the norm. Because at the end of the day, uh, most of the Ballon d'Ors are decided on who has the highest numbers. In, in world in, yeah. in world football, so like like I right now, like yeah. right now, would you not give it to Lewandowski just purely because of the number of goals he scored? Like, I feel in that sense, yeah. strikers have an no. That's that's because that's advantage. a barometer for a striker, lah. But if you look at like for example, if you want to choose a Bolivia for Van Dijk, you look at what you look at his like assi- like defensive clearances, right? So different correct, categories correct. for different yeah. But positions. for midfielder, for midfielder how you, you cannot put for it me, For me, midfielder, I would still measure it under assists, maybe. Especially if I... I mean, maybe if you're someone like Kante, maybe like maybe the uh, titles and maybe your success here in terms of tackles per game. But for someone like an attacking uh, midfielder mold of like Foden and Mount, I would think you should have measure like uh, goals and assists mm, to a certain okay extent. Like, yeah, that's what I, I feel. Like. It's, also, it's, also impact, it's also impact on the... Season, if Lamp- someone like Frank Lampard was able to score 20 a season, I think... I mean, he was he. Con- I don't know if he was ever considered for Ballon d'Or, okay, but he was. Uh, he was. He was. He was wasn't he second one yeah, year? Yeah, he was. He was second. Yeah, uh, I think he was I second. Think he was second when uh, Messi got his second Ballon d'Or. If I'm not wrong. Oh, okay. Mm. So yeah, I I feel like if you were to consider them as candidates for the Ballon d'Or, I I feel they need to step up the numbers because I think the talent is clear for everyone to see. It's just they need to put it into yeah. practice. I mean, Phil Foden has forty fourteen goals. You know, comes this season. That's like, for yeah, that's pretty good, lah. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very good. I'm, so, I'm not saying that. I just feel like, for Berlin Dior level, he still has some work to do. La. That's what I'm saying. No, that's why I said ceiling. Ah, ceiling is me- meaning like there's still more to do. Ah, but that's his ceiling. Perhaps like, he yeah. will reach there one day. I think. Yeah. True, true. <clears throat> Sorry, just to clarify, uh, Lampard was second in 2005. Nothing oh. to do with Messi. Yeah. Ronaldo okay. didn't want that year. <laughs> 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 I think Messi is just like the yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh Okay, I I'm just reading a headline over here. Uh apparently this news is about 2 days old. I don't know if you guys have heard it. Uh the Champions League final between City and Chelsea that is meant to be held in Istanbul could be alternatively moved to Villa Park. I saw yeah. Villa Park uh, <laughs> offered. 
makes sense uh, yeah 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 they don't have to travel and everything it makes sense but i don't know if uefa will Yeah. Turkey is, is now on England's yeah. red list, so I don't know how they're gonna make it work, lah. But now government is negotiating, yeah. with, I think, with the Turkey. Yeah. So, I mean, when people with money negotiate, anything is possible. <laughs> I think, I, I think they're gonna end up going to to Istanbul either way. Yeah. yeah. I heard, I heard Villa Park. If they were to host the game, fans will be allowed into the stadium. Ah, uh, so, yeah. Yeah. I've. I've also they were about... going to be allowed at Istanbul anyway. Oh, okay. I did. That one I wasn't aware of, but uh, I was pretty sure Villa Park there were going to be fans allowed. Mm. A certain number of seats will be allocated. How big is Villa Park? I am not too sure about the capacity. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, why, why Villa Park? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a 42,000. Wow. wow. So I guess you don't need it yeah. to be so too big because be more than of enough. COVID. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's enough. I mean, if, even if it's big, you can still have distance between the fans. I guess to an extent. Yeah. Currently, yeah. Uh, I think there's a for the upcoming fixtures, they'll be letting some fans into the, the home fans into the stadium. I think not sure of the number, ten thousand or something. Yeah, so, then I saw that. Yeah, I saw that article. Yeah, <clears throat> it's either ten so, thousand fans or twenty-five percent of the capacity, whichever one is lesser. Ah, right. So I uh, they could probably just work something around those numbers for Villa Park. Yeah, just mm. half half <clears throat> allocation for. City and yeah. Chelsea fans, I guess. Mm. But I think ten <clears> thousand <throat> fans is still awesome. Uh. Yeah, I mean, any any yeah, more, even a few fans is 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 great. Yeah. Obviously. Okay, so uh, is that it for Chelsea and City? Yep. Okay, so uh, yeah, hopefully Chelsea win, and yes. uh, mm. moving <laughs> no. Moving on to uh, the little league. Uh, sorry, not the little league. Uh, the Europa League. Uh, <laughs> you guys are not even there. <laughs> <la. Yeah. laughs> so uh, this week, uh, Roma three, United two, but United went through on aggregate eight uh, five on aggregate. Uh, so <laughs> I think Roma will be quite disappointed because had they not lost the other fixture six nil. They would actually be six two six two six two six two yeah sorry or six two sorry yeah so they they'll actually be quite disappointed ah I I feel it it sucks to see United in a final but uh, yeah I'm I'm getting too biased now I, 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 <laughs> let the United fans talk about it uh okay so first of all right that game was something we could have bottled honestly uh, uh Pramod I'm not sure if you saw the match but uh. Mm, yeah, yeah. One man who saved us. It's only just one man who saved us. And yeah, man who made ten saves. Yep, and that give man it, is David. Give it, Deha. give it to Eddie Kava. Okay, go. Come on, Deha. I'm talking about Deha. Lord, Deha. Oh my God. Bro, he's have the, you the, the man who Eddie Cavani. Okay, oh, I Cavani saw that lah. I'm talking about the goals Cavani did. No, but because Cavani. I'm telling you, we could have considered. We could have considered five, six goals easily. That match, like the amount of okay, okay, I know some some saves were a bit lucky in the sense that it was point blank and the hair didn't know nothing much about it, but he was able to pull off quite quite number of crucial saves that night. And honestly, Roma created way more chances than us. And honestly, they yeah. deserve, based on that performance alone, they probably deserve to score the number of goals required to go through to the final. But uh, luckily, uh, big man David. Turned turned up for us, and uh, the problem. Okay, the thing. Okay, this is the thing with the hair. He has some insane games like this, 
and and there are some games which he makes saves which are just immaculate like i've never seen any other keeper make he's probably has, he probably still has the best reflexes in the league i would say uh, in terms of shot stopping okay. but the yeah, absolutely <laughs> but the the thing is but the problem is right uh he lets in some easy ones in like easy one easy shots through which which is the which is the thing that frustrates mm. me because he has so much talent as a keeper and he can easily be our number one like he's he's he fits that bill perfectly but like to i feel like especially in recent years this inconsistencies have let us down uh too many times and that's why i still even though uh, that performance was fantastic i still feel henderson is uh united's long term option and we should yeah. i i think nehaya maybe does deserve to get booted out of the club or anything i think i think maybe he can use uh both these keepers sparingly as he has done for the next season as well but, as but from 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 a financial point of view is not sustainable la. you're paying 350 grand it's probably grand not sustainable for, yeah, yeah, but 150 yeah. for him 500 grand per yeah. week for just keepers eh. so that's but okay uh, for me for me there's a trade off i would probably offload nehaya as as difficult as it is i would yeah, still offload nehaya mm. yeah i would still keep henderson because he's young and he's He still has a lot of potential. I mean, so far what I've seen of Henderson, he's uh, quite a confident keeper. He comes out of his line. He's, he's like he's somewhere. Okay, okay. I don't want to run my mouth here. I don't want to say his his style of play is similar to Neuer in the sense that he comes out for everything. But obviously that carries risk. Uh, in I think he almost conceded a few times uh, trying to come out. So I think he's still young. He still has time to grow. And uh, to me, I f- I still feel that he is our long term option lah. And uh, but I'm still very thankful to what the hair did on that night, which honestly just kept us in the the game and the tournament. And uh, from here, mm. hopefully we should be winning the Europa League. Uh, yeah, we should. Let's see. <laughs> the only threat Villarreal had was as us. Yeah, the only threat they had for Villarreal, I think Arjun no no Chukwueze and that guy is injured. <laughs> so we have nothing. So <laughs> we should watch be. Them, watch them in the Europa this, League. This. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, it would really be funny if United bottled the Europa League, but <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen. I think yeah, that, I don't uh, see it happening. Uh. I can see it walking yeah. it out. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's a good transition for Villarreal Arsenal, right? <laughs> yeah, but I'm thinking if I want to talk about, do you guys want to talk about the the United oh, yeah, protest, protest first? Yeah. Sure. Sure. sure yeah. Okay. So Mama, what do you uh, think about that? Um. I was I I guess I I agree with the the intentions but maybe not the 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 way in which it was done like stomping the ground yeah. and possibly injuring the stewards and I think some of them had, um, like some of the security got people got injured and stuff yeah. some some two police officers were injured ah uh, yeah, yeah those kind of there, things there but, was, but I guess there, in every yeah go ahead, go ahead there was this guy who was uh, breaking the the cameras I saw that yeah. video broadcasting yeah. cameras the which is really stupid the glazers don't own the cameras there was a meme that said Vanderbig Vanderbig looking at these players <laughs> wouldn't yeah, you want the cameras that's how you get your message out so why are you breaking the cameras <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's something they are basically having a race no but i i don't i don't think those guys i mean okay they are menu fans but i don't think they are those people who really wanted to protest They're, they're those people who mm. are like they, they just woke up and they want to just jump on the bandwagon they don't want to do something in their life do you see some of the kids they just came in and they took out the corner flag and just went around the city <laughs> holding it. <laughs> <That's> it. Yeah. <laughs> they just took just ripped no, the corner flag it, out of them I don't know I don't know, I don't know. The, we are getting hit us as a club right as the, the players are the ones that they are getting hit the hardest here because mm. 
they have to now play with four fixtures in a week if i'm not wrong yeah, yeah. And no but but i, I agree with like the, the time of no but i disagree with you in the fact that i agree was in the correct match to do it because many was liverpool is possibly the biggest game in the world like in no, but like I EPL know, history like, and to I, do I that on that like, day shows shows our intentions over just one single match you get it because if you do it on a man versus burnley right it wouldn't have meant so mm-hmm. much because now yeah, it shows yeah. that we are much great, better greater than two big teams who have so much to play yes. for especially united and liverpool and if you are but this thing on that specific day means we really mean what we want to you know what i mean uh, i don't think that's how it's supposed to be done uh, no, i mean the millions of they disagree liverpool is a big club say say liverpool is a big club as in if you are willing to if you are willing to sacrifice that that sunday evening like not leisure really, for the protest to, uh, really, because yeah. I, you don't want to play your i feel is No, no. I mean, well, why should the players so, so, be the ones suffering? Honestly, well, they've done nothing wrong. No, but they didn't know that the players will suffer at that point. I mean, it's for them, quite, it's just I mean, it doesn't take a, it doesn't take a, I don't know, a two hundred IQ guy to figure out that how how are they going to slot in a fixture if it's going to get cancelled? You know, it's it, it's quite. It, it, I mean, definitely the the burden will fall on the players, lah. And I don't know. I, I don't know. I I don't think it's the right way to go about it. But do you think the fans are like really... wanted the match to be? Cancel or postpone? Probably, yeah. Because you understand that this match would doing this on that day, right? Would get the most attention. Because Man U's Liverpool was the most awaited game for the weekend. I don't know, lah. I mean, so first, that's how they yeah, get first of all, attention. I'm not such a strong Glazers out in the first place, so probably that's why I'm a bit biased. Uh, I don't think that. Yeah, I guess. I, I guess we all like kind of internally frustrated because we didn't get to watch because we waited for the match and then. Yeah, but I mean, first. I mean, it's the same for worldwide audience. But I mean, the whole world is watching that match. And yeah, yeah, that's I mean, that's the thing. That's my point. So that it gets so much attention if you do it on that day. Other than you do it against Burnley, like, even I don't know. Either way, I feel you get attention, like, and I don't know. I I felt I I felt like it shouldn't be affecting the players in any way, like the owners are the ones that supposed to be the pinch if you want to get the message across. And I mean, the players don't deserve this. Like, that's why I feel. I mean, yeah, yeah but I, I don't I see like another way in which in which you can protest like without causing like disruption to a game. Like. No, but, but but they have. I mean, media. your your fans have tried that before. You've done demonstrations outside Old Trafford before. I mean, mm. the, yeah, yeah, the Super right. League is the straw that broke the camel's back. They're sick and tired, and there's really no other way to show. How else are you gonna show your billionaire owners that that what they're doing is wrong? Because mm. everything they've tried, everything they've they've. I mean, whether you like it or not, they've abused them on social media. <laughs> they are, they've, they've 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 demonstrated uh, outside the stadiums. Uh, I mm. think um, the the fan the like the fan the supporters clubs have also spoken out against the owners. Then at, at that point, what really can you do? I mean, that's just mm. this is just um, okay. I la. don't know how to. I don't know. I don't spilling know of everything, lah. Just spilling of all the emotions, literally on the field. Yeah, yeah. I think you said <laughs> ask like why? What made them do this? And the fact is that they've been strung along by an owner that just doesn't have the yeah. ambition that. Matches the size of the club. So, they have yeah. like plunged your club into debt, right? Yeah, a lot. Uh, yeah. I think he has five hundred million. Five hundred, five hundred million. Yeah. He because they bought us on loan, ah. Uh, then they left yeah, they the bought, club as the. They bought leverage. United on so, loan, mm. and that loan just transferred to the club. Now, mm. yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's called a leverage loan, I think. So you so 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 what? So that. Yeah, that's why our recent transfer policies have been so bad. Because any revenue we make, right, is used to pay back the loan, not to buy players. Unlike you yeah. see someone like Sheikh Mansour or like uh, I don't know even Liverpool's owners they put in their own money for the transfer budget or like for their general. They do. Yeah, as in you put in more than us lah. I don't know exactly the finances, but no, we don't. Put... Liverpool's owners do. Liverpool's owners put in money do. Mm. <laughs> When? I, I, I saw. That is why sometimes. That... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. 
no, yeah, I saw an article saying that um, apparently how Glazers can possibly win back the fans is by making a big signing or something. Like that's how they get the the fans back on the side. <laughs> they tried that a saw, few times too. Sorry. Yeah, but I mean, it if, yeah, I mean, yeah, it kind of makes sense. They said, I don't know who said it. Some uh, big um, United guy, like, I don't know, some player, some former player, or some da- some mm. uh, some guy at the board or something. He he was saying that. But uh, they tried it with like they need to Di Maria. Kane. They should sign Kane. Di Maria, Depay. Yeah, Kane. yeah, but I mean, someone, someone like Kane, guess, or yeah, because I think Kane would be ideal for us in terms of. Yeah. I, I think if you sign Kane, we are, we are, we are there to challenge the league, challenge for the league position. There's literally, he he's like the final missing piece of the jigsaw. I would say that. Defensively, we've always been not strong, but maybe one more. I would say more, I would say we. I have, get what I mean. Yeah. I would say we we have the attacking threat to uh, think make up for our defensive frailties. So. I think that mm-hmm. that killer striker, that twenty goal season striker, I think will satisfy everyone, including and I definitely if we win the league, we'll, we'll get enough revenue to cover the Glazers' debt. But I um, mean, yeah, it's just too far fetched, I guess. But yeah, it'd be. No hope, la, I mean, we have five hundred million of debt. <laughs> winning the league would not be enough. But I get what you mean, la. It's a good step. Yeah, they sign K. It's definitely a good step. I mean, defense, obviously, but... winning winning more things will definitely bring in more revenue and definitely clear more debt for the club. And I, yeah, I mean, I think that's yeah. if the Glazers want to keep the club, that's probably the way to go about it, I guess. But yeah, mm. let's see lah. But that's that's also like I, I think it brings about this uh, question of what kind of a president it sets, because then if if fans can just you know like riot and break into a stadium to get new signings, mm. then what? Where where does it stop? Are they just going to do exactly. it every time? Yeah, that, yeah. Like, I mean, for me personally, that's why I, I, I was completely against this idea. Like of them invading the pitch for, um, like a big match such as this. Yeah, but like like wait, even no, if how about we ask Goku? Look at it. <coughs> Goku. <laughs> yes, yeah. No, as in as in as in, I want to hear Chelsea's perspective because Chelsea fans also did the same thing. But what they did was they blocked the team bus from entering, and then I think did they delay the game or something? The one where check came out yeah, of the bus and then. No, it didn't delay the game. It just uh check came out of the the bus to talk to the fans, and then initially mm. that basically caused the whole Super League to be. This band, this band, lah. It was a start of the fall off. Yeah, so I then, would say we had a similar sort of intent, lah. It's just our spirit. The thing is, it wasn't peaceful. Yours wasn't a peaceful ah, demonstration. Yeah, okay. yeah. Mm. yeah. You all went too far into like yeah. climbing over the fences and yeah, and property destruction. Yeah, I mean definitely. I'm pretty sure the yeah. the cameras which they destroyed were pretty expensive. And <laughs> Sorry, Tarun. Yeah, continue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like if you just. Even if you just look at it at a a single match day perspective, so like what does it show? Uh, like fans can just get away with rioting and then postponing a game, and what if if let's say your star player is injured, then what you can just riot and get the game postponed, yeah. wait for them to come back. This is the best way to get your <laughs> opinions heard. Uh. <laughs> that's that's, a, a, that's, that's honestly an interesting point you raise. <clears throat> like, I think I think that's that's one of the main reasons I feel like fans. I think I think United fans went too far that day, like personally. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah. It should have. I don't think it was the, the right way to do it. The intention was correct though. The protest was correct, but a more peaceful demonstration would have been a better idea. That's my yeah. Mm. Okay, uh, like in that sense, what what Chelsea did was uh, I think it was the right way to do it. They didn't, they didn't really affect much of uh, the actual game itself, but they still got the point across, and you know. Mm. <laughs> what? <laughs> we drew the game. Wait, your game got delayed, right? I think or something. No, uh. no, it wasn't delayed. It started on time, but it just it just. Oh, it just disrupted the. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay lah. I mean, affect the performances. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I mean, you can do about it. But they still they they got the point across. They showed that you know they were they were going to be united in this, and that's that's the best outcome that you can hope for. There's no damage yeah. of and, property. And now now no. there's an announcement. From, mm, and now there's an announcement of Chelsea saying they have a supporters presence in the board Correct, meeting. Yeah. Mm. So that mm. was a good. But, I think even your thing. protest also worked because Glazer released the letter yesterday, right? Or day before yesterday. Not wrong. Said, yeah, but I don't uh, think there was. They didn't. They didn't he, mention any supporters being in the midst of the board meetings. He said he recognizes the the need to for more funding, and then I think he said, eventually we'll have like increased the fans share over the club or something like that. I'm not wrong. Oh, mm. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, I it's a good step in progress, ah, uh, which we haven't been done doing <laughs> since they came. Let's mm-hmm. see. Let's see. Let's see. We'll never know. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Before we move on to the next topic, uh, Tarun, you asked when FSG put money into the club. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they 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 constructed a new training ground. They expanded Anfield, and then they are expanding Anfield again now to have capacity more than sixty thousand. So they're right, they no, constantly yeah, okay. looking to improve. Uh, yeah, okay. I will. I will give them credit for that, lah. But I think what uh, Pramod said is something about along the lines of transfers, which. I but as in, as in, if you put more money in the club, it it will definitely boost like your transfer budget. What that's what I mean. I don't know if I, that's mm. a good correlation, I, but I I assume so. I certainly so. think I that if, I think if club wanted to sign, someone and, he asked for money, I think they will give it to him. I I really I I don't think. They will deny him, uh, any money for a player that he wants. I really don't think that's the case. Except, except during the pandemic, lah, when Van Dijk and all this got injured. Yeah, you had a bit of backlash, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so that 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 covers it for the for the protest. I guess I, I'm pretty sure we all can agree. Like it's the right, message, the right message, no, but no, no, the, the, not the right way to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just mm. not yeah. the right way to do it. Don't break the cameras. I mean, it's it's really <laughs> stupid. That doesn't. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Vanderbeek. Yeah, Vanderbeek. I'm pretty sure it doesn't. Even these fans got more time on the pitch than him. Oh. But do you think it'll happen again? I don't think so, lah. Uh, I think I hope they. No, they, no, they, sh- they surely tight. They will tighten up security for the next uh home match for United. Yeah. Surely. Yeah, sure. They, yeah. Yeah. Isn't okay, it like now. today or something? Today or tomorrow? Move on. Uh, yeah, we're playing. We're playing Aston Villa. Yeah, yeah. You guys are playing Villa tonight. Yeah, uh, Old Trafford. I think Old Trafford. Come on, bro. No, it's mm. not Old Trafford. The next match at Old Trafford is against Leicester. Oh, okay. Wednesday. Oh, so that's like up. Tuesday. Ah, Wednesday. Okay, we shall see. Okay, so uh, moving on now. Uh, it's time for Arjun's weekly rant with uh, <laughs> Arsenal nil Villa. Wow, rant. <laughs> Good evening. Good evening. Villarreal, Villarreal advanced to the Europa League. Finals. Uh, Emery gets his revenge. Good evening. Thank you very much. Two uh, one on aggregate. Uh, Arjun. Uh, Oman. First, first of all, I have to shout out Yuna Emery. Uh. What a what a job he's done. And, uh, he's finally. Uh, I think I watched his post match con- uh, conference. He finally pronounced it the right way. Uh. So he's, 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 making, he's making moves on and off the field. Strikes. Uh. Yeah. He actually said good evening. So yeah. Uh, I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's just been the theme of our season, I think. Uh, even like I never thought we would actually win it because like even the earlier stages we were scraping by. It was never convincing, and I guess uh, this semi-finals we just ran out of luck. In all honesty, we should have been put to the sword in the first leg, but 
for some reason they went defensive after they went up 2-0 and then that led us back into the game but we didn't we didn't show enough urgency for a european semi final you know we were playing like we were the team that was 1-0 up you know and that just shows mm-hmm. that it has a huge problem mentally within these players and and yeah questions have to be asked to the manager if because it's his job to motivate these players to get these players up for these kind of games mm-hmm. uh we i think uh we've all talked about how the quality in our squad has has declined over the years but even then i think we can all agree that we had enough to beat villarreal and yeah yeah sure yeah and the fact that we didn't do it and i mean the equation was pretty simple score one goal and you're done and you're through you know it <laughs> wasn't it wasn't like a mountainous task that we had to like score three goals by the first half and then hope for another two in the second half no it was just one goal and we couldn't get it and that shows that there are major problems uh within our club uh as for ateta oh, it sounds like he's on a new low point <laughs> like <the> yeah, i mean <laughs> i don't see you blame me i think this is your lowest yeah, point since right. like wenger's departure like there's no yeah, i think this is our lowest point in 20 yeah it just gets no especially cuz it's villarreal yeah, it's lower cuz it's 10th in the league and just no yeah. nothing to play for except europa league yeah this so. this season is pretty much dead i mean it was it was europa league or By the I mean by the time we hit January it's already Europa League or nothing which just shows that yeah something is very wrong uh, that if your if your mm-hmm. season if your entire motivation of the season is just this one competition then yeah that means you're doing something very wrong and in the league yeah. we've we've been underperforming severely for the last 2 to 3 seasons already uh, yeah. compared to what we actually have in in the squad and mm. I I mean like Uh, a lot i mean i think a lot of the fan base uh, are not happy with the owners of course uh, but we also not happy with the manager now and i don't think you can blame us for that uh, yeah yeah he's been given time uh, to you know like even even when we were like 15th in the league early on like he could have been sacked up, but we chose to trust him and we chose to back him and like even even then most of the fan base was still pretty supportive of him because okay he's a he's a novice he's going to make mistakes he's Uh, but the hope was that he will learn on the job and improve but clearly that's not the case uh i would think that it's time for him to move on but knowing our owners uh, he's going to be there the at the start of the next season uh, so it's just mm-hmm. like as a fan like i think this is the first time in like in my like the, in my whole life as a arsenal fan i legit have nothing to look forward to next season like Oh, oh god. That is depressing. Yeah, it is. Uh, that is true. Uh, I think Arjun you would you'd even witness like the invincibles, right? So you haven't yet. Yeah, like I I I've, I've never seen the highs. Uh, so like I feel like the older fans are maybe a bit less emotional and a bit more measured in how they are seeing this compared to me. Uh like yeah, cause I think this, it's worse actually. Yeah. Because they've seen true. the highs and then yeah, the lows and, are just and, getting worse yeah, and worse. If you're talking about it philosophically, yeah, I guess yeah, every club goes through highs and lows. But uh, the lows that uh, we are experiencing now is not the natural lows. It's something that's been brought about by incompetent yeah. owners uh, that yes. have that have leached us dry for a decade, and it doesn't seem like it's going to stop anytime soon. Uh, I think mm-hmm. the next two three seasons are a write off, like realistically speaking. Yeah, especially if we're going to back Adidas. Even if Adidas gets sacked next season because of poor results, right? We're not going to go out and act like a big club and bring in a proper manager. We'll bring in another another risky like like you know, taking a chance. Like like yeah. how we took a chance at Adidas. Who, yeah, who would you take right now like, <laughs> like a proper big any, club, right? Anyone big, would 
Yeah, like, like, let me see. Uh, a proper big club, right, would would go out and like, for example, I'm not saying this is very realistic, but I'm saying a big club would at least try for a manager of Conte's caliber. Cause Conte, yes, he just won the he just won the the Serie A with Inter. He won the Scudetto, but he's still in negotiations. The club, a proper big club, would go out and and put the money on the table and bring him over, lah. Because he's someone who, if if anyone can can bring a club from a poor result the previous season, it's Conte. Ah. Uh, he, mm. he came to Chelsea. They finished tenth the previous season. He won the league in his yeah, first yeah. season. You know, mm. went to Inter first season fourth, second season first, first club yeah. to win the Scudetto in in ten years yeah, other than Juventus. Uh. Yeah. That just shows how good this guy is. And uh, mm. personally, I think he's a manager that's being slept on. And uh, yeah, he's definitely someone that could bring a proper change to our club. Unfortunately, it's not going to happen because mm. he has high. He actually has expectations of the board. I think Spurs are in negotiation with him. Yeah, Spurs are with negotiations yeah. with him. So and that would be what such a think? good get for them. I want to say like he, they, yeah. I would be scared of them for the next two three years, uh, because uh, they have underperformed this season and like yeah they are they have been they've been trolled quite a lot uh, this season. But at the end of the day, they actually have a squad of quality players uh, and with yeah. Conte at the helm, right? They could do some serious damage next season. So yeah. Mm. But I think before they need to keep their star players for Spurs. Yeah, like yeah, I think Kane true. and Son are like I, we wouldn't blame them if they left. Like. Yeah, I, I mean I think Kane. They are too good for. I'm pretty sure Kane is leaving. I think Kane is leaving. Definitely. I'm pretty sure Kane is leaving. I don't see him staying any longer. And Son probably would follow out soon. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I guess back to Arsenal. Yeah, it's just it seems like we're sorry. Yeah, would you take Zidane in Arsenal? Uh, he wouldn't come. Like he's he's no, but yeah, okay, hypothetically, no, because, hypothetically, because do you think like, he succeed? Like he wouldn't be a good fit because this board wouldn't back him completely. Like this board is, is known for like, like half-assing things. Ah, like we've like even yeah. in Wenger days, if he was backed a bit more, he would actually, done something with Ozil and Alexis. Like he could have built a squad around them and actually challenged for titles. We were so close. Ah, fifteen, sixteen. Imagine if we had brought in a striker at that window. Ah, how much closer would it have been? I mean, I guess we'll never know. But. It's mm. just been we've been unable to capitalize on the on the few good things that happened to our club because of owners that just care about the bottom line and about the revenue and because Wenger, he was the scapegoat that managed to hold everything together until yeah. he left. Like the fact that he we even stayed in the Champions League for that long, right? Is an yeah. absolute con job. Uh, like, like <laughs> <laughs> biggest heist. Uh, like, like, like. I mean, I've always appreciated Wenger, but. But now I really, really uh, like understand. Squilachi, Squilachi at the back, Shama Kapsa. Yeah, remember those? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly worked wonders with our team, uh, and like, and the yeah. style of football that we played was, I think, one of the best. Even though we weren't consistent as a team, we were still playing one of the best football, like style in the country or even in Europe, and mm. all of that has just been decimated within what three seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. I guess this could be like a blessing. I mean, a new low definitely. I mean, like we are definitely going to be a mid-table team for the next two seasons at least. Uh. Like, wait, 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 wait. not because sorry, I, I have to interrupt. I just heard the word blessing. I don't see how that ties into any of this. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, like, no euro, like you have no euro, so you have, you can yeah. completely focus uh, on rebuilding uh, yeah, the yeah, team. Yeah, I get that, but I think that's what Chelsea did right, right in that now. first contest season. Yeah, but they didn't have Europe Chelsea, at all. The thing is with Chelsea, right? With Chelsea, even if they finish out Europe, the players that are coming into the club know that they are a club of ambition. They know that yeah. the club is going to invest seriously over the next few trans- transfer windows. Do players yeah. from outside have that guarantee of Arsenal? I would say no, 
We don't. Yep. Mm. And and yeah, the I fact that we have no Europe now is going to cost us a lot in the transfer window. We're going to have to buy within the league more and more, like from like maybe like mid table clubs around our position. Uh. Like mm. that's 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 the thing. I uh, like top tier yeah, quality players. Right, will never come to a club with no Europa. Like Europa yeah. League was okay. And your players are leaving, right? Some of them. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I mean, uh, they can leave. Ah, uh, then. Order cards, No, order card. I I thought it was. Uh, as in order card. Order card. had two good performances. Uh, yeah, I I rather he goes okay, back instead enough. of us paying fifteen million for him. Uh. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. I, I think yeah. I think a lot has to do with if you all get Daniel Ek on board. Like, uh, yeah, I don't see it happening. Uh, like, I think if uh, it happens, I think you. I think it there is something you can do for like even like in the immediate future, it won't happen. And even in the long term future, I don't see it happening. Uh, as long as we remain a cash cow, and and we will, uh, because there there are still there's still a core of like like legacy fans, as we've spoken about. There's still a core of legacy Arsenal fans that they can leech off of, and until and un- like we have to take like drastic measures, like boycotting the the team next season, like for like a extended period of games, like demonstrations outside. Even then, I don't even see them selling because you know we talk about midfielders who are press resistance. I tell you what, these current cases are criticism resistant. Uh. They don't. Yeah. Care. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think Kroenke <laughs> is still figuring out what channel to turn to or to see. <laughs> Maybe like, he's the guy that you don't know what team yeah. is on his own. What jersey? He probably thinks that United are his team because they're both red. Ah, he's like, oh wow, we're actually doing well. Wow. They're second in the Europa League final. Okay, don't need to invest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do Do you think uh, Arjun? Do you think that there'll be a generation of missing Arsenal fans, like also yeah, directed yeah, to the uh, Liverpool fans? Because that yeah, you yeah, yeah, you all yeah, never yeah, won the league for thirty years, right? Yeah, so, definitely. I don't know how I don't know how BK I don't know how BK and Tarun. I think yeah, so I thirty years is generous. Because I don't know how BK and Tarun started supporting Liverpool because you never saw them win the title. But what I mean, like the pain. No, 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 no. Go on, go on. Wait, wait. I'm going. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere here. I know the Champions League in 05, all that, but like. What I mean is, there's this missing generation of Liverpool fans who have never seen Liverpool lift the title, and in the next, yeah. that it's been 17 years since Arsenal won the league, and if it's another 13 years, then that would equal Liverpool's record of yeah. 30. So yeah. I, I would I say there's this like those 10-year-old kids now would never wouldn't be Arsenal fans. Like, why would they be Arsenal fans? Parallels to what happened to Liverpool, uh, like like what's happening to us. Definitely some parallels to what's happening to Liverpool. But the reason why Liverpool got out of that is because they they got new investors in FSG. Who actually yeah. turn the club around? I mean, am I right in saying that, BK? Uh, like, yes, yes, definitely. definitely. Yeah. So, like, for me, I don't see a way out for Arsenal Football Club unless the current case sell. Yeah. And even if they do sell, right, it'll be it'll probably be at that point, right, where they've like literally sucked the less, like the last like penny out of the club, and then they're like, oh, okay, we can no longer uh, keep this club profitable, so now we sell. And when that is, I don't know. Like mm. in the next decade, imagine mm. like it won't be a surprise if we if we get relegated get relegated because we just keep losing players, and like mm. keep losing. Our I mean, if you're the current, if you're a ten year old now, you would never support Arsenal. Right? See, yeah, okay, you wouldn't support Arsenal. Yeah, I I so got, I got something to say for Pramod. Uh, mm. so Pramod, this whole missing generation of Arsenal fans, I get it, but I feel Liverpool fans, sorry. Uh, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> this whole missing generation of yeah. Liverpool fans, right? Uh, for example, I started supporting Liverpool because they won the Champions League. Yes, but mm. if you use that same logic, like success brings supporters, uh, my life is like uh, is is a is a what do you call it? Is is an argument Example. to that to that claim because okay, uh, mm. my brother has for his age he should be no he shouldn't be supporting Liverpool uh, 
He's, yeah, that's my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's because of me. But, yeah, so but that's fans how it by themselves, like so, okay, like for example, me and Pramod are the eldest ones in the family, so we are the first ones who are going to watch football. We have uh-huh. no outside influence. So if you watch the TV, for me personally, I be, I think me and Pramod became friends because of no. But Pramod. I think our for us is easy because at that time when we started, we were the best. Uh. <laughs> There's no Correct. Yeah, argument. yeah, exactly. No, I mean I think so. But but for but for but for Liverpool, it's not like that. To us, yeah. So yeah, I, I feel like that's one of the main reasons. If you have no outside influence, and I agree with Robert on this point, if you have no outside influence, maybe for you, you, you influence your brother. So that's definitely yeah. if let's say if I if if I would have a son, I can definitely influence my son to become a better fan, and mm. so can Arjun, so can uh, you got the rest of you guys lah. Mm. But by yourself, let's say you're like the first person in your family to actually watch football, I think you would you would explore clubs which have more success, and yeah. football is very impressionable at a young age lah. And you're not really going to think about the deep history within the club and all that. Technically, Aston Villa has the deepest history, but are any of us uh, Aston Villa supporters? Not really. <laughs> so honestly, it has to do with the a lot of it has to do with the recent success. Like, and I agree with what Pramod says. Yeah, but Definitely that's that on an international a, level, though. If but that is a big topic. Yeah, Arsenal is still a very well, popular club. I mean, the, uh, I mean that the thing is, in that case, obviously, you will if you're in England, you will end up supporting the club in your city, but. Definitely, international fans play a big role in the revenue of many many clubs and the the brand name itself of the big big. Yeah, clubs I think. Especially. Yeah, Liverpool definitely and has I more non English fans than English fans, right? Easily, so. Probably. Liverpool probably. has more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just. Uh, that's probably it, lah. Yeah, that, yeah. So I I feel like you it, it I, in a way that Arsenal should be concerned, lah. In that sense, like, there could be an issue with. It could it could be an issue where in thirty years time they just get wiped out like us like uh, Nottingham Forest you know what I mean like Nottingham Forest not even yeah. the first like top division now but where they were like powerhouses in the nineties eighties whatever correct it could be exactly. that better so it's definitely a cause for concern. So, no, yes, I don't exactly. see them falling to Nottingham Forest levels. Huh? I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't bet against. No, because Nottingham <laughs> Forest they I mean they were a very big club but their dominance was short lived. I think that's ultimately uh, what mm, led to. Yeah. That. Okay. True. Yeah. Okay. okay, maybe not Nottingham Forest. Maybe like a Everton or like a Aston Villa. I feel, I feel, not, I, not I feel like still in the league, good. but very mid table. So, yeah, so the way I right. think about it is, at a certain point, clubs become too big to fail. So you have your Arsenal's, your Tottenham, your two, basically the big six in Premier League. You have Real Madrid, Barcelona. At that point, right? That when they start to falter, when the club becomes less valuable, investors will realize that there's actually you still have so many fans though, like the the. The asset that doesn't depreciate is your are your fans, like because they they support the club, so financially your club might be in the mud, but some other rich guy will just buy it and keep it going. I don't. I think we, um, I don't think we'll ever see like a big club getting relegated anytime soon. Like th- that's exactly what happened to Nottingham mm. Forest because at that time it was different. Like English fans, like English football was just in England, so. The the yeah, second yeah, yeah. that they faltered a bit, they they couldn't recover because they lost too much money, and there were not enough supporters to bring it back up. That's it. So mm. I mean, I mean that that's how I feel lah. But we are still in recent results, by the way. Fifty minutes into the. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, quickly move on lah. Move on, move on. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Yeah. So let's move on. Uh. The the match was it last night? Uh. City yeah. Chelsea. Uh. Chelsea lost mm. to City. Uh, Chelsea 2 Man City 1 Was it? Chelsea 1 Oh sorry sorry City lost to Chelsea Sorry my bad My bad My bad My bad 
सिटी वन चेलसी टू एंड Oh my god it's correct it's correct correct right, right, right. <laughs> Luis BK you're right you're right you're right go go yeah city <laughs> 1 chelsea 2 okay okay yes yes that's what you said correct 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 let's end it <laughs> uh okay so i i saw this match as sort of uh, like um, like a, a preview to the yeah like a, like a preview to the champions league final and it's nice to see chelsea win but uh i have to say it's not a good measure lah ஒரு Yeah, you look like you all remember Zaza's penalty? Sir? You all remember Zaza's penalty? Was it yeah, yeah. Zaza? Oh, Zaza. Zaza, yeah, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so you either look like a boss or you look like a clown. It's just but I mean no disrespect to Aguero obviously, but uh, Yeah, I just unfortunate like you couldn't yeah. <laughs> make it count. But there was Kukul also another is... one where he miskicked the ball then he assisted Sterling to the <laughs> this is the one. And then yeah, Sterling just stole the stole the ball stole. Sterling stole the ball off. <laughs> so it was a it was a quite a poor like after so long he's playing uh, and potentially is one of his last games for the the club <laughs> and then he ends it like that but yeah I think he still got more chances to offer it yeah mm. as in at man city I think I think that is is ending lah I don't see him staying there next season so yeah he's sure he's staying there he's in yep yeah Well, were there like links to Barcelona or something I remember reading yeah. it was linked to Barcelona it was linked to Chelsea <laughs> oh, Chelsea yes actually he would make a good tracker for you actually <laughs> I don't think Chelsea get Kane I don't think you all need to study oh imagine Chelsea get Kane though wow I think they, I think oh, it's yeah. honestly possible okay. no but I think they already have one big money striker that's Werner just not on the bench no I think you'll surely buy a striker this coming yeah they are looking for yeah, number 9 I think you all can learn Werner you know honestly I think Under Tuchel is done pretty well. I think he was always a good player. But he's not I a number nine, what? Is he a number he's, nine? I'm not sure. He is. He, he, is. he plays so. number nine. He plays as a left winger also. But then he can play. He's very oh. good for Tuchel system. I feel yeah. like I think next season they are quite, quite a uh, force to be reckoned with. Like uh, I'm not too sure who is going to win the league next season. Like I think they are. You have two Chelsea, United. You have Chelsea <laughs> in the mix. Uh, like these, these three from okay Liverpool. I completely forgot about Liverpool. Sorry. Yeah, this I uh, it's going to be it's going to be one of these fall uh, and it's very very unpredictable honestly next season and very curious to see how it pans out. Yeah. But yeah, let me let, let's go into why you <laughs> want to talk about this season. Why why I won't what? Why you want to talk about this season? Oh piece? yeah yeah, basically uh okay, for me personally I want to focus on Tuchel because I think what he's been doing is like incredible actually just before this match uh actually no i might as well just tell you guys the stat so in four <laughs> months at chelsea thomas tuchel has beaten zidane uh, sorry zidane uh, guardiola klopp uh, simeone twice uh, jose mourinho and carlo ancelotti and up until yesterday he didn't concede a single goal in in any of those matches and now he's beat pep guardiola twice also so Wow, yeah. that's crazy. So he's only I think it's the biggest goal. impact of any manager in any football league in the world. 
in terms of he's the, where he, he's the he's like the what how he has changed like the biggest impact lah. Oh okay. To one top four finish, potentially a FA Cup win and potentially a Champions League win in four months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's quite big. Any mean feeder. Yeah. So, so Gokul, what do you feel about what do you feel about Tuchel? Tell tell think, me your like. I think how Tuchel much do you been, love him? Has been very impactful at the club. Ah, uh. like the way he rejuvenated Chelsea from how Lampard left off was. We didn't. None of us expected this, but we all love it. Ah, uh. so. Yeah, I hope he keeps it coming. I I I think, like the way he came, like, not a lot of people, not a lot of fans supported him because Lampard was a fan favorite, and and a lot of people mm-hmm. wanted him to have more time at the club. But then, he was sacked. Uh, for like now looking back, it's for the better lah. But then back then wasn't he wasn't really Tuchel wasn't really uh supported as much, and he worked very well now, so yeah, that's good. Mm. I remember uh, at the start there was like talks of how he was brought just to get the German connection because he could speak German and bring out the best. <laughs> to be fair, it has Harvard worked pretty Werner. well. I mean, Harvard and, and Werner. It clearly, it's much beyond. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Clearly, it's uh, beyond that. Uh, the likes yeah. of Christensen, Rudiger were all thrown out to the to rot at the bench under Lampa playing. Rudiger is German as well. Rudiger is German as well. Rudiger with his mask now, wow, he looks like some. Christensen played in Germany as well, so just putting it out there. That's right. It's 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 beyond just just changing the front line. Ah, he's made some systemic change to the entire squad to the point where no, I I really like what he's doing. Like I I didn't really think much of. I thought maybe it was just like you know, like Ole when he first started out, he started winning games like left right center. Maybe it was just like a new man. Yeah. He was really having a very extra honeymoon phase. But when I saw Chelsea play, like they they really li- I like the way they're playing. Like the the high press is really effective for them. They just sit back, and the moment someone takes. A little too long on the ball, you have your Kantes, you have your Werners, you have your Harvards going at you left, right, and center, and then it, it makes it very difficult for the opposition to cope, and that's how mm. they score majority of the goals, in, especially in recent times. Mm. Yeah. So I think it's it's a system that is quite effective, and I think it's a system that can work. But to be fair, I think uh, they also have the squad depth to be able to play the system because. I would compare the squad depth similar to City actually. Okay, maybe not as yeah. much, but almost as good as City. I would say second to City. I would say, and because of that, I think this system is quite workable because then you have players who can, even though you complete maybe hundred game a game, you can still uh, rest players for the following game, and you still have enough quality on your bench to actually uh, get you the results you want. Mm-hmm. So I think I think it's a very uh, good system and. Uh, I feel Kante is key to this system, lah, and uh, keeping Kante fit for as long as possible is uh, key for Tuchel to get results, lah. Mm. Apparently, I actually read this week that there have been like uh, close to four or five offers for Kante, uh, each uh, at least sixty million, and Chelsea have not even entertained any of them over the past two or three years. Mm. Uh, I think yeah, you can't blame them. Fair enough, uh, fair enough. Makes sense. Yeah. It, it shows how how important uh, he is to them and the and the club. He is the best CDM in, in the we, world. We we have, we, yeah. He's he's the best in that position. Out. I don't know what position that is. Is because he's not DM, but it's not box to box. It's like a fusion of both. <laughs> no, now he's playing box to box more. He's now he's playing box to box. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. he was known as the DM when France won the World Cup, <laughs> and he won the World Cup so, playing so, that. So it's a so mix of both. So Mourinho was right. Ah, Mourinho was right. Ah, no, no. But ultimately, he he has revolutionized the position in a way that 
now the future will say oh anyone we compare to Kanté like before this I think was I, I don't know who was the player from Makaleli. France Nick like Ah yes. now yeah, would be a, oh the Kanté position now is a new benchmark I guess so, for a top class player in the yeah. position and uh, it's it's really good like I I am quite scared of Chelsea not gonna lie mm. I think Tuchel's very like key important pitch of him is that his man management has been very good like like since he has come into Chelsea he has really like explained what every player has to do like their roles and everything like Rudiger before like under Lampard he was really really bad <laughs> like he made mistakes yeah, almost every single game <laughs> even Zuma Zuma was quite bad so right I remember when you were playing the 4-3-3 then the centre-back partnership was Zuma and Rudiger it was terrible Zuma was at least scoring goals but Rudiger was just making mistakes left right centre and mm-hmm. even Kepa has like rejuvenated under Tuchel he has kept like 5 clean sheets in 5 games so Rudiger Kepa started yeah I had no idea that Kepa started I've completely written Kepa off as a footballer which is probably not up there with the worst signings with Hazard and Sanchez yeah. So, <laughs> but okay, the test because Bilbao Bilbao charge a lot of lot for their players, lah. Yeah. But that being said, like Chelsea has been very solid defensively. Like even going forward, we might not be like that great recently, but we we are very solid defensively. Like we are like I'm pretty sure like like based on the stats, like has been like seven clinches against those very big managers, right? So yeah. Yeah, solid and, defensively, and, and just have to work yeah. on our attacking lah, which is which is working well now with Howards and Werner still like playing very well now. What mm-hmm. about the five two result against West Brom? Do you think that's a cause for concern? I think that was a blip, honestly, because it was a red card for Thiago Silva. But, but it was a bad game lah. Yeah. I would I I'll still say it was a bad game, but I think it's just a one off game that that just didn't go away. Bad day of the office. Okay lah. Yes, yeah, I actually completely forgot that. That, that yeah, you tend to forget that, that they lost. That happened last season. I mean, sorry, happened. But remember season, that yeah. that big teams whenever have their one-off game. Remember Liverpool versus Watford, and then it always went downhill from there. So who knows? Yeah. The but the game West Brom game was things. like worldies. Are <laughs> all the goals are like yeah, world, still, world class goals. Yeah, yeah, still, you, know, mm, you won't expect yeah, Chelsea true. to crumble like that. Right, yeah. So so you mean to tell me I've I've read out a stat about Tuchel beating like seven world class managers, but he's lost to Sam Allardyce. Yep. <laughs> so, ปรามบทปรามบทสิงแซมเอเดอร์ไดซ์ตัวอาร์เซนัลแฮสซัมซัมสแตนซ์อ่ะวันนี้เราสบายเวอร์ไพร์ว่าเราสบายเวอร์
scary Oof. honestly yeah i'm i hope they win against madrid <laughs> i hope so i hope they f- they finish top 4 because it would be nice to see them i mean anything can happen around around the my uh, only wish is to see west ham and lingard yeah west ham west Please, yeah. please, please. I think it's it's pretty solid already. Like, I think Europa League, they're definitely. If I'm not wrong, if 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 either Chelsea or, uh, City win Champions League means the fifth can go to Champions League. Oh yeah, League. yeah. We yeah, we, yeah, had, yeah, yeah. we had that conversation last week. True, and you true. guys said no. Oh yeah, yeah I don't <laughs> think it's true. If I'm not wrong, right? Like, maybe yeah. yeah, maybe it does shift. Maybe he's wrong. You know what? When it happens, we yes. will talk about it. How about that? Yes. <laughs> We, we are not sure what will happen when it happens we'll talk about it imagine Moyes against Perlo West Ham versus Juventus Lingard versus Juventus that will be a madness <laughs> I would love it uh. oh god uh, okay so uh, is that all about uh, Tuchel yeah, yeah. okay mm-hmm. now um, I want to get some score prediction predictions for big matches uh, in the coming week uh, first United versus Leicester. I think we get uh, Vikas to do that. Okay, I think three uh, two to Leicester. Sorry, three two to wow. United. Sorry, yes. sorry. Oh my god, <laughs> the truth came out already. Three two to United. I, I, I just, mean, I just want to skim past this part very quickly, guys. So uh, Chelsea versus Arsenal. That's actually yeah. Chelsea versus Arsenal. Yeah, a point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gokul, what do you think the score will be? I think a two 0 to Chelsea. Okay, yeah, Arjun. Same. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Okay, United versus Liverpool. I wanna, I wanna go for this once again. Back with my wishful thinking. I think two-one uh, Liverpool. <laughs> uh, Pramod, what do you think? To be fair, we had four, we have four games that week, so I think there's a good uh, chance you're gonna progress. Four games that week. three-one uh, Liverpool. I'm not looking forward to win the week and whoever else on the pitch. So we shall see. I, I would say, yeah, I would say Liverpool winning also. I don't see four games. Things draw. Nil nil draw. It's it's very much on the cards, huh? nil nil draw. Yeah. Uh, Tarun, what do you think? United Liverpool. Uh, I'm gonna say nil nil. Okay. <laughs> Last one. It's, Chelsea. It's the most. It's the uh, most obvious scoreline for United Liverpool game, so. Ah uh, yeah. The, it's <laughs> in recent years, yes. Mm. Uh, Chelsea. <laughs> imagine in nil nil, we 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 the the match got cancelled due to the protest, and then uh-huh. we are waiting for another week just to see a nil nil. Please don't be a nil nil. Okay, Chelsea versus Leicester. Who wants to take this one? Is the FA Cup final? Gokula. Gokula. Uh, two one to Chelsea. Mm, fair enough. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that ends the score predictions. I want to move on to our Instagram fan segment. Uh, shots from the stands. Uh, last week we asked you on Instagram, uh, who's the best defender, midfielder, and forward among the PL Hall of uh among the Premier League Hall of Fame nominees. So, uh, tremendous response this week actually, but we only have time for two answers. Uh, <laughs> we uh, first, uh, at Chindian Boy says Paul Schools is hundred percent the only one who's a straight pick. Set, <laughs> okay, I can't, I can't say this next part. I say uh, set for Ryan Giggs. <laughs> set for Ryan Giggs because he's he's been in trouble with the with the law and everything. But okay, I will not get into that. Uh, <laughs> up next, uh, Gunamutu uh, says. Terry Lampard and Henry. I almost said Henry, guys. But yeah, <laughs> Terry Lampard <laughs> and Henry. <laughs> Terry Lampard and Henry. And yeah, so congratulations for being featured this week. And uh, if you guys wanna be featured on one of our episodes, be sure to follow us on Instagram. Now, uh, moving on to L of the week. Uh, obvious L of the week is 
Arsenal. <laughs> quite quite hard <laughs> to ignore. Yeah. Yeah, I a... have one more L of the week actually. Yeah, uh, so do I. I actually, think... but okay, I was thinking of PSG because oh. they they first of all they lost the semi final. That's one thing. But to think of it, they actually sacked uh, Tuchel okay. and they yeah. also didn't extend yeah. Thiago Silva's contract. So Thiago Silva. Yeah. Yeah. And let this, uh, Silva go. This could no. potentially have yeah. led them to the Champions League final. There's and another uh, kicker to this, ah. Uh. Uh, they might not even win the. Yeah, they are second in the league. Yeah, Lille, Lille is on top. Yep, that would be really hilarious. Arsenal funding Lille's title charge. Let's go. If, if you have Neymar <laughs> and Mbappe in your team and you don't win the the, league, the yeah. French league, I mean, is ridiculous. And right? Di Maria also. So, is the Spurs yeah. DNA, bro? Like you just can't. Yeah, classic Spurs. <laughs> but can you blame Poch though? He came in later in the season. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, they were struggling even before before he came yeah. in. To be honest, but. Mm. So I guess it's still like like I mean, but it's fun to put it on Poch, Like it's hard to to not see this as a failure. Like PSG is a kind of team in a in a league that is let's be honest, not very competitive. Right? Like the expectation for them should be to win every year. Like and mm. every year they don't win is a failure. Just because of how how much money they have. Compared to everybody else, uh. it's a monopoly. Yeah, it's mm. a monopoly. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. So, uh, any other L of the weeks? Because I have one. I have one that yeah, you, sure. you guys might not have heard about, but a uh, few days ago, on uh, on Monday Night Football, I think it was. Uh, okay, so about five days ago, on Monday Night Football, Jamie Carragher actually called out Graham Souness for being quote lazy with his punditry. Like yeah, he, he actually called him out on live he television. He said lazy. Yup, yup, yup. What? Yeah, lazy punditry, <laughs> and uh, a lot of people are. I I just wanna I just wanna put Graham Sonnes out there just for being called out. He's finally been called out for lazy punditry. Uh, to be fair, I mean he he's he's a very he never seems to to think about like. You want pundits to analyze everything, right? Like you want them to give you some inner meaning behind anything that's happening in football. Graham right. Souness is the most reactionary pundit that's out there, because uh, one week, one week he he might he might praise Pogba, and the next yeah. week he's a he's a hair gel wearing yeah. uh, <laughs> championship level player. Yeah, but but BK must must say like, what is Pogba doing in all this? Uh? Like he should be doing better, honestly. Yeah, yeah, he should. No, no, I'm just giving an example. Because <laughs> 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 yeah, because <laughs> no, oh yeah, I was, I was, re- I was, I was uh, getting locked and loaded with a, with a counter argument. But <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, his punditry is very bad. It's universally hated. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but it's it's pretty universally hated. And yeah, L of the week for Graham Souness as well. Dub of the week, guys. I don't have any dub of the week. You guys need to. Pep, I guess. Tuchel. Yeah, yeah. Tuchel. Tuchel. Tuchel and Pep. Is it Pep? Tuchel and Emery, guys. Una Emery. Oh, oh, we are. Oh, yeah. Una Emery. Yeah. Good evening. Yeah. Uh, Very bad evening for me. Um. (laughs) Yep. Anyone have anything else to add? If not, we can end the episode. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. Mm. Okay. So thank you for tuning into the next team podcast. Uh, we'll see you next week, and also be sure to follow Gokul on Instagram. Uh, at Gokul17 and uh, yeah we'll see you next week bye ciao guys bye guys